0: Course correction from black to an overabundance, an overflow of abundance. My name is Dr. Barbara Jennison. I'm with Wind of the Spirit Ministries. If you would like to contact us, contact us at windofspirit at yahoo.com. Stewardship. What does it mean? It means someone takes care of the affairs of someone else. How do they do this? By protecting, by caring, and preserving, cherishing, directing, guarding, and safekeeping. Question I want to ask you, how about having the best of the best year? Which means all, and I mean all, of your needs taken care of. That's everything. This goes along with how giving and how generous you are with your time, talent, and money. Yes, I said time, your talent, and your money. Generosity and giving is straight from God's Word. In Malachi 3:10 and 11, bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, And prove me now in this, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will be not room enough to receive it. Verse 11 says, And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field. Money is not a bad thing. And I'll tell you this, most everyone goes after money, one way or another. Money pays bills, it buys groceries, it pays the rent, it it puts gasoline in the car, it helps your kid through school, it buys you medicine, and on and on. And here's the truth about money. Truth of the matter, money is about a person who handles it, whether or not they will do the right thing when it comes along. Sadly to say, the right thing when it comes along. Sadly to say, most people spend it on themselves and very soon it's long gone. Many of you don't know how to handle money, nor do you want to give the 10%. When it comes to God, the very first 10 goes straight to God, not any other thing. This is why people don't have and can't pay bills, have no food in the house, or have a car. The Bible says the love of money is evil, not the person. Putting your money in a ministry that has fruit abounding is a great thing. When you put your money in God's anointed ministry, it's much more powerful than when you handle it on your own. When a ministry takes care of you, whatever is going on by always being available to you with prayers, support, and godly advice, know the soil is fertile and your seeds will count with God. Here's a perfect example, and I'll use this illustration. Raising kids, for example. Most people try to raise their children on what the so-called expert says who's written books on kids. So they read the books and incorporate the author's idea into the children's lives. They take someone else's advice, who's in the world and doesn't know God over what the word of God says. No wonder their kids are a mess. But all along, the Bible, which is the true word, tells exactly how God wants the child raised. It's the same with money. Money needs to be talked about and talked to the people from the Word of God. Then instead of poverty will be gladness. Proverbs 3 and 9 says, Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. Many prefer verse 10, which says, The verse tells he will pour it out on you, prosperity. Many want prosperity, but, but, but do not want to give. God does want to bless you. In order for God to do what he needs to do here on the earth, he needs you blessed. God wants you to be blessed. Ecclesiastics 5 and 10 says, he who loves silver will not be satisfied with silver, nor he who loves abundance with increase. This also is vanity. In other words, those who love money will never have enough. How meaningless to think that wealth brings true happiness. Your happiness will never come from how much money you have. God never said in his word that he wants us poor. He wants to to show people how good he is. Poor people do not show how good God is. He does not want people in poverty nor does he want people to stay there. Jesus said, the poor you will have with you always because not everybody will receive the word of God. Proverbs 21 and five says, that's what Proverbs 21 and five says, good planning and hard work lead to poverty, to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Don't try to do anything such as building a house or a business without first having a plan. Most people don't have a plan concerning money and let alone how to manage money and use money. Money helps us become physically fit. Find someone who can train you in this. Most don't want anyone to tell you how to be money fit. Well, I will, and I always will because the Word of God is true. Single moms, widows, or just living beyond your standard is not God's idea for you to be prosperous. You get money with wise living from the biblical arena, the Word of God. Miracles are awesome, but something's wrong if you have to keep believing God every month if you continue to be short on your money. It's called balance. You're properly out of balance in the way you handle or spend money. And here's a question I want to ask you. If God did a money miracle right now for you, what would it be like with your money position in two years? Most will be the same unless you change. I don't believe God meant it to be this way. It would be much better if your money is in order and stays in order. Then God will be in your money month after month, year after year. 1 Corinthians 4, verses 1 through 2 says, Let a man so consider us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it's required in stewards that one be found faithful. Don't matter who you are if you're a steward. It's required of you to be faithful. If you're a born-again believer, you're required to be a steward. Everything belongs to God. Everything comes from God and so then what you have is God's. God asks you to steward what he has given. Steward means you manage what belongs to someone else. All of us are stewards of what God has given us. We're to steward with God our time. We think time is our own. Even our time belongs to him. Here's an example. Sitting in front of the TV all day, that's not good stewardship, that's called wasting time. God gave us a gift of time which we need to steward and no one is assured of tomorrow. Let me say this to you what you did last week can never come again. Talent which God has given all of us in some form or another. Many say I don't know what I can do or do do I really know what my talent is? But as you begin spending time with God God begins to show you your talent. Another example Here's a real prime example. You have a great voice to sing, but you don't use it for God. You must begin, and where you begin is to use your gifts in church. You can use them in public or you can even sing at school. Sure, there is the world, but God has given the gifts for the people. Steward your gifts for the blessings of people. Give your gifts to God, then he will use and bless you. We are to steward our money too. With God, all things are possible. God can turn anything around for you. Proverbs 21 and 20 says, there is a desirable treasure and oil in the swelling of the wise, but a foolish man squanders it. If you're spending more money than what you're bringing in, make a course correction. Make a course correction. If you're off course in your money, then logic tells us correct, correct, change, change. Look at your spending and expenses. Maybe the phone or cable TV is costing way too much, can't afford it, then let it go. Course correction. If you eat out a lot, then it's time for a course correction. Stay home and eat. I said stay home and eat. If you want money and have not, then it's time for a course correction. Ask God to help you with and he will help you. Then you develop a plan. That means if you want money, then develop a way of giving with your time and talent. That means course correction. Luke 14 and 28 says, that which of you your intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it. Money follows the law of harvest. So now reap later. Ecclesiastic 11 says, Cast your bread upon the waters, for you will find it after many days. Here's some tidbits to live by, guys. Blessings and prosperity comes when doing and living God's word. God expects us to do what his word says, and that is to help widows, orphans, and children. Just last week, We heard of a widow with no food in her house who had three years, who three years ago had lost her husband. Antoinette and myself went to our food and we both gave to her out of our hearts. The soil here is extremely fertile because God's word tells us to take care of the widows. Another example giving out to the poor and hungry is my sister Linda in Kansas. God instructed her to give food to the hungry in her area they now feed over 100 families i guarantee you this soil is so rich that god makes sure her needs are met and way beyond the biggie now is money here it is it's money if you have a business and things are bad change course course correction change change give the business to god make sure you find a fertile ministry to give to if you don't your seed stalls and doesn't grow Same with the way with the money you earn, 10% goes to God. Right off the top, not the bottom, but the top. But it also must be consistent. Not a one time expect God to give you a blessing and keep on. It's a lifetime commitment giving. I promise you God will always be there for you even when the economics of your country are bad. You're blessed because of your giving. Your family stays healthy, plenty of food in the house. Your kids are doing well. You're seeing God change your husband and on and on it goes. And then the blessings start rolling in. I can truthfully say you can never outgive God. And he never ceases to surprise me how it comes back in ways I can't even dream. Yes, God will honor his word even if there is no money in the house. Time and talent also is a great factor with money. You have no money? Then go and sow your time and hard work to someone friend down the way has a crop to plant. Go offer your services for free. And yes, I said for free. And use your labor to get the crop planted. After the job is done, tell them, God bless you. And God bless your crop. When you get home, ask God to meet your needs. For you have sown your time and talent. Name the needs to God. And watch how he responds. If more people would do this, there would be much less poverty in the world. But sad to say I have found that most that have nothing are lazy and don't want to work and only want hands out. Hands out. Remember, you can never outgive God. Dr. Barbara Jenison's book Ten Bananas tells you how to live, maintain, and receive from God. Recommended highly, and for you to buy several and give away. Books are uh, 200 rand for in South Africa. Different in different countries. Each mailed straight to your door. Better yet, buy t- 20 of the banana books and sow them to ones who are in need of a miracle. You can email for details to windofspirit at yahoo.com, small letters. Ask for internet and for the banking details. Wind of the Spirit wants to pay honor and homage to a very special doggie that went to on her chariot ride to heaven a couple weeks ago. We want to thank God for such a wonderful doggy, Demi, our boxer. Demi took her chariot ride to heaven two weeks ago. Demi, we shall miss you forever. This has been Dr. Barbara Jennison.